Yeah, we're getting off track. We're supposed to talk about self-care. But this self-care is self-care. But telling <laughs> white people they can't cook or season their food. When you're black, you have to do it. That's for you, for your own mental health. You can't sit with those dark secrets weighing you down. <laughs> you can't. Let it go. Let it go. Let it Let tell them, tell the truth. Self-care is telling the truth to white it people. Is. Period. <laughs> I'm Charmaine. I'm Katie. And this is Unpacking Ethical. A podcast where we sip our favorite drinks at the moment. And talk about some things. Because there's nothing ethical about upholding the status quo. Let's talk about it. This week on Unpacking Ethical. Yeah, 2020 was rough. I don't know about you, but it was really rough for me. And one thing that we don't talk about enough in the sustainable and ethical space is our mental health and self-care and what that really looks like. Because if you aren't taking care of you, it's difficult to take care of anybody else. And it's really difficult to create effective change. And so we're going to have a little chat today with Tavi from Tavi Talks Trash and the podcast It's Crazy You're In My Business and really take a deep dive into self-care and healing through laughter and what that looks like individually and what that looks like culturally. And even we are going to be talking about the Chris Jamal phenomenon. If you haven't heard, you're going to want to take a listen because that really encompasses this need for for joy and joy as resistance and and what that looks like. So come have a listen with me. How is everybody doing today? Good. Great. Fantastic. How are you guys? I am. I'm awake and I feel like that's an accomplishment. I'm smiling a lot. So that's good. <laughs> Always. What y'all drinking? Oh, I just got a margarita. Oh, with Patron nice. in it because oh. y'all said drinks and I didn't know what kind of drinks, but I assumed that it was alcohol. Girl, do you th- First of all, I love this mug though. It's pretty. The blue oh God, is pretty. It? Mm-hmm. Yes, get into it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I love the color. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it too. It's nice. What are you drinking, Sharmon? I'm got. I'm. I feel boring. I got water in my mug. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was reading the wrong energy. <laughs> but why do y'all talk about what y'all drinking if it's not if you're not drinking liquor? What is I know, I know, I know. <laughs> look, look. Do we the, do we hit pause to the listeners and go grab something? I need something real. Well, I don't even have any in the house because oh. let me let me tell y'all. So <laughs> I have been scared to do anything since a couple weeks ago when we accidentally got high oh (laughs) yeah and i'm like i cannot have any kind of illicit substances around me how did you accidentally get high you gotta tell the story because i accidentally got high right along with you (laughs) Mm. so Mm. we were at this little vegan market thing we you know our nonprofit. we're at this vegan market and i was talking to different vendors and he wanted i saw some gummies he had they were Delta Eight gummies. I didn't know what that was. I'm behind, but okay. yeah. and I was like, and he, I was asking him what they were, what they were about, and he was telling me, you know, it was for anxiety, for stress, to help you calm down. So in my head, I'm thinking it's CBD, and so mm-hmm. I was like, he was like, do you want to try some? I was like, yeah, you know. So he gave us a, a few, and I went and I took one. Oh, I I ended up taking like two over the course, two or three 
over like mm-hmm. the course of time a friend of mine like went down like five of them and then we had like one left and I'm like Katie you want <laughs> yeah and I'm like yeah just taking candy don't even know what's going on yeah and then the next thing we know we're like things were tilting a little bit got the dry mouth and I was like what is this stuff and yeah we had to google it found out it was THC yeah stop there's no adults with gummies that don't have children if there is not a child with that adult their gummies have drugs in them (laughs) no but here's the thing Tavi, she texts me. We're still at the event. I'm sitting across with some friends and she's like, just so you know what we had as THC because I'm high as, I don't know, <laughs> this is as fuck right now. And right. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I feel good. I'm driving about 45 minutes after that. I'm driving and my legs start feeling real heavy. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I going to make it to my next destination? So I was frustrated because I'm like I wasn't I I had a lot of stuff to do that day and I was like I am I'm so high and I hadn't really done edibles like I've kind of stayed away from them because I've heard you know people like the tolerance for some people is just I just didn't I was just stayed away so I was like that was a new experience for me a new sensation but guess Mm -hmm. what after that day I thought real hard about how I felt overall and I went back and bought (laughs) (laughs) okay you got those gummies are delicious they have also when they first started making them they were nasty you could taste the weed it could they were almost inedible now they're just like regular gummies I could can one to somebody and they really wouldn't know that they were taking it if I didn't tell them it's it is insidious um (laughs) the way that the drugs have infiltrated I but I love I am pro marijuana use um I will always be it's great I have gummies, except for I left mine in the car and it was hot. So they all turned into one giant gummy. Oh, <laughs> and now just take a bite. No sense of how much is what. So I'd be taking bites, but it's just a guessing game because <laughs> who knows? And the first bite I took one night, I was like, this was too many. This was a lot. And then the other night I took one, I was like, that's just right. So we'll, we're working on it, but... I'm not going to not eat it, though, just because it turned into one giant gummy. I'm going to eat it. You have to eat it. I, I know paid for it. You pay for it. And mm-hmm. they're they're kind of, pr- I don't know where they are, where you are, but they're pricey here. Like, it's, right? They're kind of pricey. Yeah, they are. Mind, I, so well, it depends. I guess it depends on what kind you're getting. Mm-hmm. I'm out in California. We have, like, I can get a 10 of, a, it's 25 milligram gummies. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually two is, like, a good high I mean I some people take one but like that 10 of 20 is 22 dollars which isn't terrible no um, that's that's a better deal and that's probably because you're in California I feel like we you know oh, you we, so? behind the times in Texas so it's, it's Texas yeah and we, also just like where you're growing at. I don't know that Texas is has a lot of farms like marijuana I farms don't think there. they do no and we California don't is just like half marijuana farm yeah like that's it it's just like beaches and marijuana farms and you're like okay (laughs) go off well let me tell y'all what I'm sipping as before we get into it it's 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 nice balance to what we have so far y'all ready all right Mm -hmm. okay blueberry chamomile tea that's not too bad oh and you got your mug I got my mug yeah so yeah 
it's nice. But this tea is really good. I've been I've been drinking it for about three weeks now. Um, I got it when I was in Dallas. I just needed some tea and I stopped by the store and got it. It's really tasty. But I think I'm going to next time I'm going to have alcohol because I feel really, really boring. <laughs> I know. Say, you feel boring. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you. Tavi, I don't know if you're into astrology or not, but I want to. Oh, I absolutely you. am. Please what do you want to know? I want to know. I would like to know your sun, moon, and rising. That's all. I need to know all your other placements. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my sun, I am Libra. My moon is Leo. My rising is Taurus. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm actually it. like the best person you've ever met. So. Right. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so okay I'm dying and I'm like I feel like we don't need to talk about anything else <laughs> we do we you do. have a whole list of things to talk about we do you said we're gonna talk about self-care and laughter and healing we do we do because because we we decided on an order Katie <laughs> but now I'm like should we skip I don't know I really want to hear about Chris Jamal Evans <laughs> Is that because I feel like that is a the perfect segue into everything else? Still, it's it, I want to know about the creation, the inspiration behind it, and yeah. So, like, so Nicole, I don't know if you're familiar with it, uh, Katie, because you're saying you want to know about it. Nicole actually does, um, she writes fan fiction, mm-hmm. had like a whole little blog situation in which she was uh doing fan fiction based off of Chris Evans mm-hmm. and he had different like it wasn't just Christopher Jamal Evans she had like different ones like she had like redneck versions of him and all of this but Christopher Jamal Evans was the one that like people really jumped at right but all of her fan fiction was just like based on Chris Evans and um so that's just a little bit about like its inception um I wish we would have had her did you reach out did you try to reach out I did reach out to her um yeah just to give her all of her credit and all of her roses and every everything about that um, she used to write, write, and I'm sure she still does write and keep up with it. But um, it started as like her little fan fiction and people really gravitated towards it. They made memes in regard to it yeah. with like, you know, whether it was just like Chris with his long nails or Chris overly swagged out, you know, they, <laughs> they played up, you know, the Christopher Jamal Evans and, you know, black Twitter took to it and it be, it's just a phenomenon. Um, I'm not the only person who's made videos on it using the moniker. Um, they're just creative, all kinds of black creators. Um, one of, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Reckett, but Tucker, he does his name backwards. He made a video about it and he made a whole bunch of names. He was like Christopher, Jamal, John Clavius, Terrell. Yes. Saw- <laughs> like, yes. So yes it's so it ever it's everywhere now um just based off that idea people were actually thinking that chris evans name middle name is jamal like it's <laughs> we're really confusing me. people they're out he here he probably like, thinks his middle name is jamal by now <laughs> he doesn't know <laughs> you know and it's funny how we take ownership of of things and i i love that about us I mean, and it's tough. We created it, but it's good that we like have taken a human being and we're like, you are ours now. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, we own you in this space. But that is like the beautiful thing, I think, about about Black people. 
and just our our ways of like getting through this because I think the the big thing for me was that this blew up in 2020 when everybody is like locked indoors and we just need something to like hold on to and black twitter chose (laughs) Krista. yes and there's just I love that he's welcomed it yeah he is he's there he's not fighting it. it he's like yes come through I couldn't stand it if he ever did something ridiculous but I feel like he's too smart for that even if he was I feel like he would keep it to himself <laughs> which is really all I ask I don't want to <laughs> if you're playing me keep it on the low <laughs> do it. no I feel like he must have had some sort of identity moment though he had to have had that like mom is this who I really am because it really took over and I, I felt like I only know what Charmaine would send me because she she was always sending me these things I don't have Twitter I should I know please I, I guess I, am I don't know if you should it's not for everybody <laughs> it's Twitter is ruthless and I have to take breaks I've been taking such long breaks between videos and my social media these days because it is ruthless they have been hearing it's too much it, it sometimes it's too much and then I also have to remember that like I am aging out of certain areas in my life. Mm. And the only reason I'm on social media, like for real, for real, is because I'm a comedian. Mm. Because I'm like trying to garner fan base, build Mm. all these things up and get my, you know, get my thoughts and ideas and just promo out there. Right. But if I was not in entertainment, mm -mm, I wouldn't be like not active. I was going to tell you, because I was listening to your uh, podcast, one of your episodes earlier and yesterday and I love your voice like you have just have people told you this yeah and I hate it it's so crazy but everyone says that right everybody hates their own voice when they hear it I don't know what people are hearing because I have recorded myself in new comedy for so Mm -hmm. long that I've had to get used to hearing my voice and watching myself back on video so Mm -hmm. I don't hate it as much but I don't know what people are hearing also you listen to my podcast thank you I hope it was a good episode (laughs) some of these episodes we'd be out here just you know i love y'all were having a good time yeah it sounds like y'all always always having a good time i need yeah, to subscribe because i want to have a good time with y'all one of my best friends <laughs> she's great becky yeah she's lovely you know what it is it's a podcast that i really enjoy because i feel like we sat around giving our thoughts in private in yeah. general when we right. you know you're scrolling through facebook and we would just talk about people and we said like, did you see <laughs> what Monique said and what she's going through, you know what she should do. She Mm -hmm. should just take herself down to the, yeah. And so we just decided to be like, you know, we might as well have a podcast. I'm a lot more ridiculous than she is. Um, (laughs) And just my everyday life. I don't, I don't take myself uh, extremely seriously Mm -hmm. about anything. In Mm -hmm. most cases, I just, it's not me, sorry. Um, (laughs) And so it's really, I enjoy our dynamic because she very much is like the straight man to my outrageous, but we both do try to come together for some reasonable advice yeah sometimes sometimes we're not there because I am still a wild person I'll tell you to slash his tires but <laughs> oh yeah. yeah I'm here for I'm, I'm gonna be I'm, look I'm gonna send y'all some <laughs> some questions here you should we have a submission link we're always looking for questions we it's so interesting too because I think when you um I didn't think anybody would listen Mm-hmm. and I thought that was so in- insane to me when I log on to our apps and I can look at our analytics I'm like oh my gosh we have like listeners and people like message me and are like repeat listeners 
we get messages back from people like, thank you for answering my question. And this, and it's interesting because we have a, a segment, not even a segment. It was a little blip on the radar. That's the thing is that they turned it into a segment. We eat donuts. We love donuts. It is one of our just like guilty pleasure things. Um, and we shouldn't do it weekly. Nobody should be eating donuts every week, but we do. Mm-hmm. Um, barring mm-hmm. some unfortunate circumstance, like this week, we will not be having donuts because I'm going over later and our donut place will be closed. Um, but the we get donuts from our secret place because it's my favorite place and nobody's ever going to know about it because the line is already too long. Um, but I mentioned it on like two episodes. I was like, yeah, we got donuts and we got donuts this week. And then someone sent me money to sponsor our donut eating. <gasps> And I was like, you're out of your mind sending us. She's like, I just want you guys to be able to get donuts. I'm like, well, we're going to get them regardless, honey. Like they were going to be got, like we love donuts. Um, and then more people started sending money because we announced it. We're like, well, Allison is our donut sponsor for the mm-hmm. week because she just sent donuts. And then people just sent, are sending us money to eat donuts. And I'm like, y'all are insane. But I appreciate it. I appreciate Thank you. It. I mean, at the end of the day, this podcast is paying for my donut habit. That's what right. happened. <laughs> so I and I did not expect that. So that is the blessing. It is a blessing. So I gotta ask, donuts are, make me happy. The donuts do make you happy. So are like donuts a form of self care? They are. I mean, Ugh. you know, anything that makes me smile and feel good on the inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing something for me. It, it is right because we used to do this at work we used to have donuts and we've, we've kind of stopped it but like donut donut days were like the days mm-hmm. yeah it's something about it i love a pastry mm-hmm. i love some fried dough i love there's something about, and just a little bit of icing on the top it just works it works mm-hmm. it's not too heavy you have a, it's fluffy yeah it's self-care makes you feel good it, and I'm curious, cause like my mom, like anytime I'm feeling bad, she she always be like, well, go get you something to eat. Like go, you know, like that's always her thing. Like you need to eat something and that'll make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I wonder if it's like a cultural thing or if it's just like my family, like, what do y'all have? What do you do? I think it's a cultural thing. Like food is like, I mean, I think so, especially like, like Southern households, yeah. like it's a thing to like have a home cooked meal and yeah, like I think it's black people and food and one of the few ways that I feel like we've been able to stay connected and comfort one another throughout the years has been through food. And so that's coming from that place. That's what I think. Right. Wasn't that like in Soul Food? They talked about that <laughs> in the movie Soul Food. Yeah. About like black people coming together and making the best of what they had. Mm-hmm. So we've always taken those moments. I mean, you have to think about that too, is if we're taking this all the way back and you're slaves. And the only time you guys are getting as a family after a day is to sit down and eat. eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then that's mm-hmm. all you have. It's mm-hmm. not like we were going out and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, that was it. I mean, those were the bright spots. Those were, Hey, they're, you know, they're giving us a break. We can eat some food. Mm-hmm. We can be with each other mm-hmm. and have this moment uninterrupted. Hopefully. Food and music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like so many right. of our like cultural things surround themselves around food. Like everybody Definitely. talks about the food. It's all about the food. I think we think of it as caring too. Like I love to cook for people I love. I'm one of those people. Absolutely. If I care about you, I want to make you food. I want to come about over. me. 
<laughs> hey, you come over. If I get make it out there, I will cook. I just love doing it. But there are a lot of people who don't know that I cook. There are people who have they're like, what? You cook? And I'm like, yeah, because I don't like you like that. You would never know. But I do. And I cook. I'll come over. And I. it's just an expression because it's like feeding someone. It's meeting someone's needs. We all need mm. to eat. And when mm. I can pick up something that you need to do and help you achieve that, it's like, yeah, I'm helping nurture you and right. fulfill you. And that's, right. I feel like it's just like a really meaningful thing. Even if someone grabs me food from somewhere, they don't even have to make it. It's yeah. just the idea of like somebody wanting to make sure that you're fed. Right. It's just like such a beautiful, caring thing. It's a very like, for me, like the, the whole like <clears throat> give and take energy exchange mm -hmm. with food is almost always exactly where it's supposed to be. Like, I know you need to eat. I know you're hungry and I'm, I like to gift people things. And this is the best way to fulfill that for me. And you're fulfilled. So mm -hmm. food is always a thing. I'm the same way. I like to make things for people. I don't, I'm not the best at it, but I'm like, you're going to eat this. Yeah, I made it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You know what's strange is I know that I can cook, but I still feel weird making food for people. I'm like, do you like it though? Mm -hmm. Let me, I, I will watch them. I'll be like, but do, are you lying to me? I have this weird, I think everybody's like, people are like, you can really cook. And I'm like, y'all, mm, y'all lying. Like, I know I like it, but do you like it? Like, I like it. It's, you know, um, never a bad review. People do love my cookies, but I just, I get real suspicious. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a picky eater. I'm a picky eater. So I know mm -hmm. people will make stuff for me. And I'm like, you probably don't want to do that because yeah. it's not going to turn out the way you want it to. And it has nothing to do with how you cook. And so I think that's what I know is that I could be the best chef. And if someone doesn't like fuck with what I'm throwing down, then they're not mm -hmm. gonna like it. Like I make um, a Asian inspired beef stew. It mm -hmm. has bok choy in it. If you don't like bok choy, if you don't like ginger, mm -hmm. you're not gonna like the stew because it has ginger in it. Not a lot, cause I'm not a big ginger fan, but like mm -hmm. it's part of the flavor right. profile that I'm building. So there, you could just taste my stew. And even though everything's cooked properly, not, you know, nothing done wrong and just be like, this isn't for me. So right. yeah. knowing that it makes me anxious because other people probably feel the same about me. Like if you put mushrooms on something, I'm not eating it. <laughs> like, I, don't oh. how, I don't care how you cook them. I don't care. There's no way. It's unfortunate if somebody made me something, I'm going to have to tell you, I don't like it because mushrooms. Yeah. I'm like that about watching people put more salt on my food mm. because our seasonings because I know that I put a lot of there's a lot of intention behind my seasoning and if mm -hmm. I look over and I'm like you ain't even tasted it yet you don't even know if it needs more salt <laughs> <laughs> so insulting so I'm sorry I am I have to I feel so bad unless someone tells me they salted and peppered I do it on instinct it's like a I thing I'm, I get my plate and I'm just like salt pepper because I think I come more from a family like my grandparents were older mm -hmm. we didn't want to put salt on their food like oh, you know right. high blood pressure and things like right. that so there are people who don't right season my mother also now has high blood pressure mm -hmm. so unless I'm specifically told that she salted and peppered this before she gave it to me yeah I'm gonna yeah. assume I have to put salt in it because right. she uses salt substitute which mm. is not it it's no. just I'm sorry she has high blood pressure but I don't so. <laughs> I'm trying to get there I'm trying to get with get on her <laughs> which 
trying. We're on a journey. I like them donuts are putting in work. <laughs> but, but that's only on the diabetes. You know what I mean? I haven't even oh, got my grandfather has diabetes. Yeah. I'm trying to get to him get and then salt. I'm trying to get to her and it's not working. No. And no. the thing about, and like, there's so many different like seasonings and things to cook with and flavor like food. Um, yes that that I'm just like when I take the time to and I'm not the best cook I don't know people say that it's good like I'm like you like I don't believe you but Mm -hmm. people see the the few people who I've made things for say it's good but I do really think about like what seasonings and spices go together and how to make the flavor I put a lot of so when I look over and somebody like and I'm like now listen I just spent like 25 (laughs) minutes there's a science to this this is hella disrespectful (laughs) I don't like this. Give me my plate back. <laughs> but now I'm a think because of you. I'm a think now before I do it. I'm like, let me taste this first. I won't be hurting nobody. Unless somebody, unless they are not melanated, then then you probably should assume that oh, this is mean. <laughs> I, this is not nice of me at all. I'm so sorry. I stand on it. White people don't seasonate food. I didn't say it first, but I'll say it second. And I'll you say know it what? strong. You know what though? Let me tell you something. I had a non-melanated person make me some food that I didn't particularly enjoy. And I remember like trying to like navigate these waters with them. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they'd asked me, like it was about the seasoning. And I was like, I guess it could have used like a little something like, like more salt. And I was like, like end of conversation. Like if mm-hmm. that is the only thing that you think <laughs> seasons food, like we can't have a conversation. No, they like, have salt, pepper, you. and garlic powder. That's all they use. Why and that's is that un- so true though? Because it's it- they don't know any, and I don't know what it is about them that's not that doesn't get through. But there's so many seasonings. Try some cumin. Try some turmeric. Get on board get, with this. Get with it, yeah. I was surprised. Like, I shouldn't be surprised because there are people who actually put stuffing in their turkeys, like put it inside of it while it's raw. Mm-hmm. And I learned that. And I was like, y'all want to die because mm-hmm. there's no way. There's no way you need to be putting that uncooked stuffing in an uncooked turkey and just being like, it's good. It's not good. First of all, everybody knows when you cook a turkey, you put the, you put the lemons, you put the, the peppers, mm-hmm. you put the celery in. They not doing it the right way. They don't the understand onion. the fundamentals. So yeah, you put the whole onion, you do. You got to pop it out. Oh, onions. Okay, we got to, I think we maybe need to just have another episode where we talk about this. <laughs> when we talk about food, yeah, we're getting off track. We're supposed to talk about self-care. But this self-care is self-care. But telling white people they can't cook or season their food. <laughs> when you're black, you have to do that. That's for you, for your own mental health. You can't sit with those dark secrets weighing you down. <laughs> you can't. Let it go. Let it go. Let, it out. Let them tell them. Tell the truth. Self-care is telling the truth to white it people. Is. Period. It is telling the truth. And stop. Yeah. So Shaman, where are we on the on the, on the rundown? Because we started talking about the phenomenon. We are everywhere. But I don't know how y'all do you even edit this down or are they just gonna get a lot of this? Because who knows? <laughs> I think they should get it raw. They we, they might get it raw. They should get it raw. Because <laughs> Because we, we are normal. Well, I, I would say we're normally pretty good at like sticking, but we're not. Oh, I lied. I'm lying I'm to sorry. myself. Sorry, we should. I was going to be like, if it's me, I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's us. It is us. Because we just start talking and then we're like, 
and it's just going to go out because that's just what it is. But I think what I like about what we've been talking about so far is because on like we talk a lot about like, you know, humor, right? Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> not even just like just laughter, but like in the joy that comes from that, but just like having space for like particularly black women and black femmes to be able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, we, Charmaine and I had this conversation last year, a few times, I had it with a few different people when, you know, at the height of, you know, the movement last year where people, white people were literally sliding into black, specifically women's DMs who were like just experiencing joy and not necessarily posting about what was happening. Like, do you not see what's going on? How could you, how could you just be living and not care? Like, like we don't have the right to also carve out space to just exist, right? Because we know that is a form of resistance, even if it's in, in and of itself, it's always the liberals that think <laughs> like they want to yeah. see us like in these fields, like sad with our head, like that's the picture they yeah. want. So like, I'm a huge advocate for, and me taking up for the fact that we got off of subject on this podcast. So I'm trying to find a, way, a clever way to bring it back. <laughs> But I am like an advocate for like just black uh, people specifically being able to just laugh and just exist and share yeah. space with one another. Like that's, that is self-care. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up too, because I feel that from a lot of white people. I mean, that's conservative, liberal on both sides. I actually got um, a DM from somebody who like I knew in high school, I'm not even following them back. They just, you know, mm-hmm. are talking you know people fan behavior so they are following me and I sat there uh and I had posted about Breonna Taylor about George Floyd like you know all the things that were happening at the time mm-hmm. and I think got very overwhelming for me I was like thinking of my mental health and I was like constantly being fed all of this trauma everything that's going like certain times I need a break mm-hmm. and then like and I just need to like regroup with myself I got a DM for him saying, oh, so I guess you don't care about this stuff anymore. She goes to show that you don't care about this. And it's like, it was like he was trying to catch me in like a, oh, see, this other thing happened and you didn't post about that. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, is the internet everything real to you? Like, I have a life that I live right. outside of this little mm-hmm. box that y'all are in. And this, right. I get it. The web is all consuming. But like, I leave my house and I go out and I'm still a Black person exactly, fighting yeah. injustices daily. Like that's just, it's just life. Mm -hmm. I don't need to constantly be posting. And I realized that a lot of it, we call out, um, I think, you know, white people a lot for their performative activism. But I think that with the stuff that we have to internalize, sometimes black people even feel compelled to be performative in their activism. Because it's like, well, I have to keep up this, you know, I have to make sure that people are aware. These are things that I, and it's almost like guilty feelings. Like I should be, speaking out about something and so I had to tell myself I'm like don't do anything that isn't feeling good and feeling right to you um taking that step back and just to tie that in again to like the whole self-care thing um something that I haven't done enough of that I'm working on for me is just honoring my intuition in the fullest if it doesn't feel good I'm not gonna do it I don't want to, because uh-huh. it makes me feel worse about myself having done something I couldn't stand behind. And that's not, no, that's not for me yeah. anymore. So I go forward with that. I love that. I know you feel the same, Charmaine. I do. I yeah. spend a lot of time just like sunshine and rainbows is my, mo- my motto. <laughs> 
I'm like, I just want some sunshine and rainbows and that's all you're getting from me. And that's, that's what's, that's what's going to be because that's all I can handle right now. So, yeah. No, I mean, whenever I see just like black fans taking up space in that way, especially like when, when it comes to like comedy and stuff, like that just feels that's, that's everything. It's everything, you know? And so, yeah. Black women having fun. I think we should be allowed that more often. Having, yes. I saw a TikTok that made me so happy. You guys know that audio. Are you on? Would do you guys watch TikToks at all? Look, I I watch TikTok. I I see your TikToks. I I follow like four people on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, Lizzo, and like the laundry lady. <laughs> well, there's this there's an audio going around that's like R.I.P. That pussy. Hey, we going in tonight? I don't know if you've heard it. It's like it's it's like a song thing and this girl did that she did that r.i.p that pussy a but she did it as the mario characters like mushroom and princess (laughs) and then yoshi and it was just this black girl having so much fun in her little yoshi voice and i was like you go girl you have a little fun you be quirky i love that the black girl who forages Mm -hmm. have you seen her she's a chef and she just out here in in these streets i'm like yes You go pick wild mushrooms. I'm excited. I want to see more Black women just doing things that they don't expect us to do. One of my favorite videos, um, I even watched it this morning because I love it so much, is, uh, I don't know if you know the comedian Retta from um, Parks and Rec and the Treat Yourself and she's on Good Girls. When she went on Conan and spoke about how much she loves opera music. And like classical music. And when she pulled up at a stoplight and that, uh, there was a white woman like staring at her because all she could hear was the bass line to her music. It's like, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. And she rolled down her windows and gave it to her. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> give her the opera. Like, let her know we out here. Like people don't expect these things from us and they don't give us the space to be mm-hmm. carefree and have you know like and enjoy these things and it's like yeah but black people are a multitude we have absolutely so much within us Mm -hmm. and we deserve all of that happiness especially black women especially like they don't expect they they think we're monolith and they think we're like one dimensional yeah but i don't know that i think that they know that we're not i think that they want us to be that way right because i feel like that's what we are and what they've Mm -hmm. seen from us is too much magic for their brains to even process be able to process so they have to. yeah yeah but you know I think this is what I love just about like black women having joy black women doing their thing black women just loving on themselves and having fun and that I think just to kind of bring it back is what I loved about the whole Christian Mall phenomenon mm-hmm. like they just took this human being made him who they wanted to be <laughs> like we just we gonna make you what we need you to be and we gonna have some fun with you. Yeah. And that that was beautiful. That got oh, yeah. me through 2020. And I think that's part of why I'm like lumping this all in with like self-care and like yeah. healing through laughter because I swear this whole thing is what got me through 2020 as yeah. Katie knew as I was sending her half a million videos. She was and, <laughs> when we go hiking, you would tell me everything that was popping up. No, but it is true. Like it got definitely yeah. was a space for healing for you. Tommy, who's your, like, do you have any favorite, like, favorite? I was choking for a moment. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like I have, like, a hair in my throat, so I had to mute myself. That was, I was listening, but I was also dying inside. 
Girl, don't don't die on the podcast. Don't die on the podcast. I gotta die somewhere. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even remember. And then I didn't even know what was happening because I was looking down. So I'm like coming in with my next question all like coming in like hot. Yeah. And you were like, <laughs> okay, but you're you're fine now, right? I'm fine. I mean, okay. you know. <laughs> Um, but no laugh, like I've always, I've never been like the, like among my friends, I've not been like the comedian, Mm -hmm. but I still try, even though I probably shouldn't. Um, and I realized that it's just like, when I laugh, it's, I can breathe better. The more I laugh, the more I can breathe. And that's like crazy. And I don't know if that's just like, you know, just existing in this society, if that has anything to do with, you know, the trauma of being, you know, a, you know, a black femme or whatever. But like, I I was thinking about that the other day, like laughing equals breathing to me. It feels like it it reminds me that I'm alive and I'm here and that's to be celebrated. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm getting out. There's the cancer. It's (laughs) popping out. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) But you should, you know what? Laughing is good for you. I mean, they've talked about laughing. They've talked about how it releases endorphins. I mean, heck, it's good for like exercise. It burns calories. It lowers stress and anxiety. Like laughing is good. They've talked to people about like practicing, um, even just like forcing yourself to laugh because that's good for you. I mean, nothing's better than an authentic laugh, but just like the act of just like laughing until you actually start like genuinely laughing. Right. It's good for you. It is like laughter as medicine. It's not, if you think of something as like laughter as, um, a thing that can help reduce stress and then understanding that you heal quicker when the body is under less stress, right? Then yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Any sort of joy and laughter is going to aid in your healing because it's one less thing that your body is stressed about. Right. 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 So it can release the anxiety and stress from one end to focus on whatever else. Yes. And it's good it's, it's beautiful and has any does anyone do y'all laugh during sex because <sighs> that's so like, random I, I have but I mean like it's again mama plug your ears but <laughs> mama <laughs> listen I want my mama to hear it all <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like it's never been like it's never been like this random thing I think it's that intimacy level where you're like just talking or things happen and you just you just start laughing and it, yeah. it is like this almost an icebreaker like when things mm-hmm. if stuff starts getting awkward you're just like whatever yeah that laughter just helps ease tension yes yeah there will be nothing for me happening. I don't I guess I can't speak for him but I just like, <laughs> He's like, I don't know what's happening over there in my experience men do not like it when you laugh mm. Cause they think they're thinking it's your laughing. They're fragile. Yeah. They are fragile. Why is that? (laughs) So sensitive. I laugh because I, I'm an anxious laugher. Like I'm a nervous laugher. Uh Right. I will just start laughing and Mm -hmm. it's not, I can't help it. Um, but like if I'm into the sex, I'm not laughing. Right. I do talk though. I like to talk, talk but like, but I'm like a regular talk. Like everyone's like dirty talk. I'm like, no, I'm just like, hey, after this, we should go get tacos. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have to go like do this thing. And people don't, and I'm just, nobody likes that. I'm like, yeah, it's not about liking it. I actually have thoughts. 
that I need to express right now. I'm also an external processor, mm-hmm. like very heavy on external yes. processing. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know why other, how other people are doing it internally. Mm-hmm. I'm talking through all of my daily Same. activities a hundred percent of the time. I'll sit next to my friend. I'm like, okay, so after I leave here, I got to go to Kinko's. Then I got to run back. And she's like, why are you telling me? I'm like, I need to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. It's got to be said to somebody so I can <laughs> see my way through this. You know what? I, f- I feel seen right now because I'll be at work and just talking. And people are like, Shaman, are you talking to us? Are you talking to yourself? And I'm like, I'm talking to myself right now. It's okay. <laughs> just out loud. I have to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because I need to hear it. It's like a thing. And like I said, auditory. I need to have heard it back yeah. to me yes. and understand that it is truth yeah. coming out of my mouth to me. It's good. Yeah. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. We'll keep getting off track if we do this. I'll we, talk we are. We are. But it's okay. I, think, I feel like we're completely on track. Right? I feel like we're good. Though. We're good. Should okay. We so we just stopped talking about how we're off track. We just go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this feels. We have made our own track and it's okay. Yes. That part. <laughs> Can you guys hear me eating ice? No. No. Are you eating ice? Good. I'm eating the ice out of my cup. Mm-hmm. look Man. look okay we're doing this again we're gonna bring on nicole because i need to hear about her gardening yes that's what and i'm gonna have me a margarita yes yeah that's just how that's gonna be <laughs> absolutely anytime you guys want to get together for a chat and because we have so much more to unpack we got to talk about our food we got to talk about Nicole's gardening. We got to talk about Christian so Mall because he brings yeah. me joy. I don't know there's who Christopher so- Robert is, but I love myself some Christian <laughs> Mall. <laughs> yeah, that man, we don't know that man. We don't know him. We don't know him. Christopher Robert, who is that? <laughs> no. So, Tommy. Yes, ma'am. Tell the people where they can find you. Yeah. Oh, 10 toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, and slanging. Um, <laughs> but also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Tavi Talks Trash. And she does. And I we do. love it. <laughs> and your podcast is. Oh, I should tell you guys about my podcast. Becky would be so mad at me. Oh. <laughs> Becky, I we got you. <laughs> I co host a podcast that you can find. On Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, called It's Crazier in My Business. We give advice and we would love to hear from anybody watching if they want a little piece of advice or just go listen because we're funny. I love it. You guys are funny. I love it. We probably need Becky too. You should have Becky. I almost was going to do this at her house because I'm supposed to be there anyway. Mm -hmm. But then she was like, I'm going to just go to Costco if you have a thing to do. And I was like, (laughs) all right, I'll see you afterwards. So if you want to do it again, I'll get Becky. She loves it. She doesn't have anything else going on. We would love that. That would be great. (laughs) This was fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anytime. And the laughs. Enjoy your the rest of your your margarita. Thank you so much. I I'm gonna try to not to be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have fun. I'll talk okay. to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.